Hancock, Sidney James, Bill Kerr, Hattie Jakes, and Kenneth Williams in... Hancock's half hour. Hey, Tub, have you seen Sid lately? No. Not since he sold me the tickets for last year's cup final. When was that? Yesterday. <laughs> well, I met him this morning and I don't know this. There's something different about him. He's, he's changed, Tub. <laughs> he was putting on an act. How much did he touch you for? Nothing. He bought me a drink. Sid bought you a drink? I don't like this. <laughs> it's the lull before the storm. He's up to something. He's hatching something out. I think we'd better stay in for a couple of weeks. No, I don't think so. I've never seen Sid this way before. He's so quiet. Sitting there staring into his glass of beer, he was miles away. Some guy at the bar dropped half a crown. Sid just stood there and let him pick it up. You mean he didn't put his foot on it and tell the bloke to look somewhere else? No, he didn't seem to notice it. Then when he left, he gave the violinist outside a couple of bob. A couple of bob? He usually flashes his forged police badge and confiscates the tokens. <laughs> Not this time. Gave him a couple of bob and asked him to play My September Love. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but this is most odd. Certainly not like the Sid I know. I wonder what's happened. Oh, perhaps he's got a letter from his granny. You know, they always affect him that way. No, no, no. Couldn't be that. She's not out yet. <laughs> There's more in this than meets the eye. He's trying to lull us into a false sense of security. Ready for him to make his coup de grace. <laughs> to quote a foreign language. He's planning a big killing, and I think he sees this as the knacker's yard. Oh, that'll be Sid. All right, all right, don't panic. Put the valuables in the little safe. Put the little safe in the big safe. And hide it. Swallow the keys. That's it. Right. Hello, Hancock. Mind if I come in? Keep your distance. Just one minute. Raise your right hand. Do you solemnly swear not to pinch anything or in any way lay hands on or tamper with any of the furniture, pictures and fittings, or remove same with intent to let or hire out to a third party for personal gain, or in any other way make a right steamer out of yours truly, so long as you shall remain under this roof, so help you. I do. And do you, William Montmorency, Beaumont Kerr, spinster of this parish... No, no, never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, Get carried away, haven't you? <laughs> Sid, you've given me your word. Yes, all right. Well, come on in, then. Oh, now, what can I do for you? I think I want to talk to you. Man to man. William, leave the room. <laughs> no, I'm two years older than you. How do you expect me to learn about life if you keep sending me up to bed? This may not be for your ears. Go and play with your soldiers. No, I'm... <laughs> I'm staying here. They are precocious these days, you know. <laughs> Go on, Sid. Sid, spell it out. What is it? Is it a W-O-M-A-N? Y-E-S. <laughs> Not every word, Sid. Only the important ones. We shall be here all day. <laughs> so it's a W-O-M-A-N? Yeah. I thought so. A W-O-M-A-N. Are you... Are you in... T-R-O... 
T.R. You. But what about her then? Well, it, it's like this. Well, go on. I'm a man of the world. Well, I don't know how to say. Well, amongst friends, Sydney. Well, well, get to the meat. <laughs> well, you promise you won't laugh, will you? Of course not. I'm in love. Nah! <laughs> you said you wouldn't laugh. I'm going. No, no, don't go, Sid. No, no. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> sorry. Look. Look. I'm not laughing. Look. <laughs> I realise it's not funny. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Cupid with a black mask on. Well, I admit it's a bit of a turn-up. I never felt this way before. I've never had much to do with women. Just a little slap and tickle with the police women when they took me in. <laughs> well, you know, just to be sociable. Yes, of course. But this is different. It, it, it's got me right here. Right next to my shoulder holster. <laughs> oh, isn't that romantic? Hmm. Straight out of net of musket, isn't it? <laughs> it really hit me when I woke up yesterday morning. I was laying in my little room. I rubbed my eyes and suddenly the world was a better place. I heard the little birdies twittering away in the trees. And the merry little cries of the children on the way to school. The jolly calls of the tradesmen as they ply their wares along the street. The flowers waved and bent their heads towards me in silent greeting. And then suddenly, old Mr. Sun poked his merry round face above a chimney pot. As if to say, morning, Sydney. And I was suddenly aware of little golden sunbeams dancing on me counterpane, and a little voice within me whispered, Sid, you've been drinking. <laughs> you've been drinking. No, we didn't. It whispered, Sid, you're in love. Well, who is she? Your secretary, Miss Pugh. Oh, no, Sid, not Grizzly. Griselda, if you don't mind. I'm in love with her, Hancock. Bill, put the kettle on, loosen his boots, make some tea. Wrap him up in blankets. Ring for the doctor. I think he's on his way. He's on his way. He's going. There's nothing wrong with me. I feel wonderful. I never felt better in my life. Well, that's fine, then. What's all the trouble about? What do you want to talk to me for? Well, Griselda doesn't know how I feel about her yet. I'm not even sure she likes me. I shouldn't think she's in a position to be fussy. Well, I, I, I haven't played at me trot yet. I should hope not. <laughs> well, you see, Hancock... And I'm very bashful, especially with skirts. I don't know what to say to her. I go all red. Whenever she looks at me, I, I come all over funny. My heart thumps, and when she sits in my lap, my legs turn to jelly. Crushed to jelly is the expression. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I go all tongue-tied when I'm with her. I just can't pluck up enough courage to ask her to marry me. So that's why I've come to you. You want Todd to marry you? <laughs> why don't you keep quiet? Idiot. You're determined to go through with this? Yes. All right, then, what do you want me to do? Well, she's your secretary. You don't have to worry about that. Your loss is our gain. Take her, please. We've been trying to get rid of her for weeks. Now, oh, now, now, what I meant was... Well, she's your secretary. You know all about her. How do you think I would have proposed to her? I, I, I'm so shy with girls. I, I don't know how to go about it. Why ask me? Well, you're a man of the world. True. He's right, he's right, he's right. I can't deny my own reputation. When I was in the Navy, 
First down the plank Hancock, they called me. <laughs> Never off it. A string of broken hearts from Melbourne Mary to Scarpa Flow. <laughs> Five of the home fleet and the terror of the China Seas. One look at me square rig, they went berserk. <laughs> You're right, Sid, you summed me up. What I don't know about women could be written on the top of a pinhead with a pneumatic jewel. <laughs> so you want my advice on how to go about it, if you don't mind. A pleasure, Sidney. Only too pleased to give the novice the benefit of me ten years of debauchery. The point is, which technique to use? How about technique 23? Very racy, that one. Rio de Janeiro, 1945, that was. Margarita, a peasant girl, not unlike your own case. She said she wanted to marry me. No, 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 no. I said I wanted to marry her. You wanted to marry her? Now, but you've got to tell them something, haven't you? <laughs> she was distant and proud, so I impressed her with me wealth. I bought a tandem. <laughs> no fails. Get them out in the country. Next to Mother Nature, it gets them going in no time. <laughs> tandem, eh? No, I don't think so. I might have to do all the peddling. That's true. You'd need legs like oak trees to shift her. <laughs> well, then, it'll just have to be the old favourite. Sid, the romantic music, the bunch of flowers... The boxer chocks and down on one knee. She won't do that. You, you great lump. <laughs> All right. I'm down on one knee and she's knocking back the chocolates. Now what do I say? You won't have to say anything. She's so anxious to marry somebody, as soon as you're down on your knees, she'll be writing the invitations up. <laughs> now, look, I'm only doing this once in my lifetime and I want to do it properly. What do I say? All right, now, listen. Sweep her off her feet. Yes. Play the great lover. <laughs> You've got to... You've got a line on the sofa, you see. Yeah. You put the sexy music on the gramophone. Uh-huh. You throw open the door, and then you stand there, framed in the doorway. The old silk dressing gown glinting in the candlelight. Yes, sir. The music rises to a crescendo. You glide across the room and take her hand. Go on. You sweep her in your arms. Crush her to your aching breast. Shower her with kisses. And beg her to be your wife. Well, I can see it now. It's all friend in my mind. I can hear the music playing as she lays on that sofa. Griselda. Sydney. Griselda. Sydney. Griselda. Sydney. Now, what do I say? Oh, for... Glide across the room, take her hand and sweep her into your arms. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. I'll start again. I can see it all now. Griselda. Sidney. Griselda, you look ravishing. Oh, Sidney. Now, don't move. Don't spoil such a vision of loveliness. Oh, my darling. Come to my arms. Oh, you fascinating creature. You inflame a man's senses. <laughs> Kiss me. Kiss me, you tantalizing siren, you. No, Sidney. This is madness. No, it's not. We're in love. <laughs> Don't let's deny ourselves this magical moment. Oh, Sidney. 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 Griselda. Yes, Sidney. Will you marry me? Oh, yes. Yes. Dear Aunt. Kiss me. <laughs> Come, let us jump. <laughs> 
Stop waltzing around the room with a standard lamp. <laughs> I've got it, Hancock. I've got it. I can see it all now. I've got it all worked out in my mind's eye. Romantic. Sweep her off her feet. Well, go on. Then go in and try it. Where then. is she? In her office. Now, go on, boy. Throw open the door. Brush to her side and overwhelm her. Right, here we go. Down. What happened? I slid on the carpet, banged into her, bounced off. She finished up in a fireplace with her head in a coal scuttle. And I said, Griselda, darling, you look rubbishing. <laughs> what did she say? She hit me with her typewriter. What a fiasco. Sydney, you shouldn't have given her a chance. You should have pretended nothing had happened. You should have taken hold of her hand and, and said oh, something like, Griselda, my little dove, I know I'm unworthy of you, but I, I love you. Marry me and make me the happiest man in the world. Oh, Anthony, darling. <laughs> I've been praying that you would ask me that. Of course I will. Oh, then we'll go down and see. Pardon? Oh, this is the happiest day of my life. No, I don't think you quite understand. Oh, I, I, I do understand. I, oh, you were always a shy boy. That's why you said Sydney in. I know, my dearest. You don't have to explain to me. But I do. I wasn't proposing to you then. I, I was demonstrating. You oh, see, I... Of course I, you were going to wait till we were alone, but don't let's wait. Let's do it right away. I'll write out the invitation. I told you. I told you. <laughs> Look, dear. Dear. It's Sid who wants to marry you. Oh, I'm sure he does, and I'm very flattered, Sidney. But after all, first come, first serve. <laughs> oh, I must get the bands put up. Till tonight, dearest heart. Now this is my lovely day. This is the day I will remember the day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my fault, Sid. I... <laughs> You saw what happened. I didn't have a chance. <laughs> if you take my little girl away from me, Hancock, I'll break every bone in your head. I don't want her. It's not my hammer at all. Great big ugly thing she is. Don't you insult my intended. She's not your intended. Now she's mine. That's what bothers me. I'm trying to help you, I've landed myself right in the cart. Well, what are we going to do? You mustn't marry her. I don't intend to. You're welcome to her. But she don't want me. She wants you. So do a thousand other women. <laughs> I can't just throw myself down the drain like this. We've got to work out a plan of campaign. Well, it's going to be very difficult. She's a very determined girl. Once she sets her mind on something, she plows through like a steamroller. A very apt description. <laughs> you leave it to me, Sid. I'll think of something. I hear she set the date, Tom. Shut up. <laughs> well, has she? Two weeks from today, if you must gloat. Well, why don't you just tell her that you're not going to marry her? I can't get near her. I haven't seen her since that tragic day it all happened. She's just going ahead with all the arrangements and sending me all the bills. 300 quid for a trousseau. Well, that's not surprising. They had to reopen three cotton mills to do it. 
If only I could get to see her just for a minute. But no, she said it's unlucky for the bride and groom to meet before the wedding ceremony. If only I could persuade her it's unlucky to meet after it, I might go through with it. Well, you'd better hurry up and do something. I saw Sid sharpening his bicycle chain yesterday. Don't worry, don't panic, don't panic. Put yourself together. Don't worry, don't worry, I'll think of something. Where's the chair? Chair. Quick, put the chair underneath me. Why, what's wrong? Oh, my heart, my heart, the old heart. I've just had a very nasty shock. I just caught her down the high street trying on her wedding dress. Oh, it was ghastly. She looked like Moby Dick, the white whale. Well, you've got to do something. There's only three days left. Sid called round again this morning. What did he say? Oh, I didn't see him. I just found the ace of spades stuck on the front door with a big knife. You haven't got much time left, Hub. Don't worry, Bill. Don't worry, I'll think of something. Dear Griselda, the nearer our wedding day gets, the more I think you ought to know something about my past. It is not generally known that I am weak in the head. <laughs> Centuries of inbreeding amongst the aristocratic Hancocks have unfortunately resulted in a long line of congenital idiots. <laughs> of which I am the most recent and the most congenital. I will therefore not hold you to your bond, hoping this finds you, as it leaves me, hanging upside down from the chandelier <laughs> in tropical kit. I am your, etc. Dear Anthony, I am in receipt of yours of the 23rd instant, much as I was shocked by the contents. I feel now, more than ever, that it is my duty to marry you and look after you till death do us part. You're ever loving and devoted. Dear Zelda, <laughs> forgive the spidery writing that I'm not well again. <laughs> I'm lying in bed in the throes of another attack of the plague. I knew those three years playing the piano in the opium dens of Shanghai would catch up on me sooner or later. It's our bad luck it should happen on the eve of our wedding, but I'm sure you will understand that I can no longer hold it. Dearest, darling Anthony, how could I desert you in your hour of need? I will send a stretcher to bring you to the ceremony. <laughs> Have patience, my darling. Dearest Griselda, surprise, surprise, my wife and 15 children whom I thought dead arrived today. <laughs> arrived today from Afghanistan. <laughs> ah, yes, of course, I can now no longer hold you to our bond. I am yours truly. Dear Mr. Hancock, if you don't marry me tomorrow, I shall sue you for every penny you've got. <laughs> Dear Miss Pugh, I'll see you in church. (laughs) 
ready, Tub? The car's waiting. Perhaps I'm ready. How do I look? Oh, very smart. I like you with white hair. <laughs> it turned him sleep last night. If you can call it sleep. Ankle deep in fag ends when I got up this morning. <laughs> Incidentally, Sid sent some flowers around this morning. Oh, that was nice of him. It was a wreath. <laughs> He's still... Annoyed, then? Annoyed? He's going berserk. Don't worry, Bill. Don't worry. I've just had... I've thought of something. Come on. Let's get in the car. <clears throat> All right, driver. To the airport. <laughs> well, here we are, Tub. The registrar's office. He's thought of everything. Why didn't somebody tell me our brother was driving the car? <laughs> I'm cornered. Look, you've still got a chance. Perhaps she hasn't turned up. What? If I know her, she's been here with her thermos since they opened yesterday morning. <laughs> Hello, Ancrook. Oh, Sid. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, I thought I'd find you here. What, the registry office? No, no. You've got it wrong. Just passing by on the way to the post office, just hobbling down to get me supplementary petrol coupon. <laughs> Don't give me that. I saw my little Griselda arrive a few minutes ago. I'm warning you, Ancrook. You'll never carry her across the threshold. No, but a gang of us might be able to manage. <laughs> I'm coming in with you to see what happens. You better hurry up and think of something, chum, because if you marry her, there'll be a lot of confetti all over the pavement. And very nice, too. And most of it'll be you. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, don't worry, Sid, don't worry. I'll think of something. I'll think of something. You've got about three minutes, mate. Here comes the registrar. Yes, I'll appeal to him. I'll get him to stop the ceremony. Your Honor, before we start the contest, I'd like to say this marriage has been forced upon me. I've had a change of heart. The good lady is not for me. It's a ghastly mistake. I think we'd best forget all about it and go home. Oh, go on. You're the fourth one. <laughs> Oh, well, we're all right now. <laughs> Anything he does can't be legal. <laughs> Ten to one, he's brought the wrong forms. No, I haven't. Now then, what are we launching this boat for? <laughs> this is a wedding. Oh, yes, of course. Where's the bride? Here I am. Oh, are you sure it's not launching? <laughs> Get on with it, you idiot. I am, and I. <laughs> Still, never mind. Takes all sorts to make a world. Well, now, <clears throat> we are gathered here today to witness the joining together of these two people in matrimony. I'm not bad for a beginner, am I? <laughs> no, I... Oh, very good. Mm, I've got a good voice for it, haven't I? It's sort of, uh, commanding. Yes. I, I, I would have said stentorian. Ooh. You, uh, you haven't been here long, then? No, it's my first day. I used to be an undertaker. <laughs> That's a change from weddings, isn't it? No, same thing, only a different motor car. <laughs> well, you had me fooled. If I'd seen you in a crowd at a football match or in the tube, I'd have picked you out straight away. Would you? 
Yes, you've got registrar written all over you. Mm, go on. No, no. <laughs> no, really, it's your bearing. It's, uh, it's the way you sort of uh, hold your head. Mm, it's always to one side with the right eyelid drooping. <laughs> that's it. And, and, and the weak mouth, the quizzical look. That's it, that's it. Mm. Brainy, brainy. Mm. Like, like George Bernard Shaw without the beard. Mm-hmm. The sort of man I'd follow to the ends of the earth. Well, I only live at Clapham. All right, then I'll follow you. <laughs> Come back. I'm waiting to get married. Oh, go on then. Don't take no notice about it. You are conducting the ceremony. Oh, yes, so I am. All right, then. We are gathered here today to witness George Bernard Shaw without the beard, eh? <laughs> a dead ringer. With a... With just a dash of H.G. Wells, of course. Oh, of course. Cool. You're a very observant, man. May I say you command the utmost trust? Mm. I bet you never make any mistakes. No, no, I'm not infallible. Now, four weddings I've had here this morning. One I got right, two I married to the best man, and one to the organist. <laughs> Do you mind? Can we get on with the ceremony? I'm hungry. All right. All right. We are gathered here... We've been through that. Let him do it. I like that bit. Give the gent a fair ear in, please. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get out of it. Well, it won't work. Get to the I do bits. Do you, Anthony Aloysius Sinjin... Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> what about the old we are gathered here, then? I insist on a fair trial. With the I do. I know my rights. We are gathered here. No, we are gathered here. So. <laughs> so. Do you take this man to be your husband? I do. I now pronounce... Wait a minute. <laughs> what about asking me? Do you... No. <laughs> well, wait till I ask you. Oh, wait a minute. I've turned over two pages. I missed the ring bit out. Where's the ring? The ring. The ring. <laughs> Saved. I haven't got one. The reprieve has come through. <laughs> all go around. There's no ring. All round the boozer. There's no ring. There's, there's no ring. There's no, there's no, goodbye. Thank you. I have a ring. <laughs> oh. You've got... I bet it fits, too. Perfectly. I had it made to measure. Right. How long? Give it to ear. Now. <laughs> now. You place your hand over hers. I place mine over yours. Now, you bring your other one up and put it on mine. Now you. Now me. Look. Look how high we are getting. <laughs> Will you get on with the wedding? Yes, I suppose so. We, we've had a little laugh. Better get on with it. <laughs> After all, there's a lot of other mugs waiting. <laughs> Put your hands together, place them on mine, take the ring. Now say after me, with this ring I thee wed. With this ring I thee wed. <laughs> well, it's all over, Sid. Here they come. It's not all over. It's just started. Wait till I get hold of Hancock. Oh, she's a married woman now, Sid. Yeah, she'll be a widow as soon as he pops his head out that door. Here <laughs> she comes now. Hey, she's by herself. Oh, 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 Sidney. 
Take me away from here. There, there, my little dog. Don't cry. What's that nasty man done to you? Oh, don't talk about it. Boots. What gives? We'll soon find out. Here comes Hancock with a registrar. It's all your fault, your great oath. No, he wasn't. I told you to put the ring on the third finger. I did put it on the third finger. Yeah, but not on my third finger. <laughs> well, how was I to know all those hands wrapped round each other? <laughs> I didn't know I'd married you. Well, it's too late now. Come on, we'll be late for our reception. <laughs> I'm having this annulled, you know. It won't hold in a court of law. We'll have the grub and the booze and that's it. <laughs> Finished. Half a minute. Hold still for the photographers. <laughs> that's right. Three postcards and the full set and the white album. <laughs> As I was saying, I've never been so humiliated and embarrassed in all my life. been Hancock's Half Hour, starring Tony Hancock with Sidney James, Bill Kerr, Hattie Jakes and Kenneth Williams. Theme and incidental music composed and conducted by Wally Stott, show written by Alan Simpson and Ray Gorton. The programme which was recorded was produced by Dennis Mayne Wilson.